Welcome to the Architectural Education Off the Record Podcast, where we discuss everything, something, and nothing about architecture. I'm your host, Vincent Hui. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the fundamental ways to prepare ourselves for school. Because despite the fact that we're going to an online term with the pandemic happening, we still got to do school. And the reality is that if we could have tips to offer ourselves a year ago to just get better, set up ourselves for doing well in school, it would have been great. So today we got a cross-section of students starting with Keanu. Hi, my name is uh, Keanu Salimi and I just finished fourth year. Hi there, my name is Lena and I'm heading into fourth year. Hi, my name is Eliza Verdin and I am going into third year. Hi, I'm Faye Bonifacio and I'm going into second year. So what we've got is a cross-section of students who have finished everything from first year all the way to fourth year and graduated. Um, and they can offer some insights to their brothers and sisters in the program or for some of you guys, incoming students on how to succeed. So I've asked them to think about some interesting tips. Uh, like if they had a single tip to offer, then please give it because we know that within our program, each year has specific themes and different types of projects, different types of requirements. And I think it's always important to make sure that people are informed. So why not have a really good opportunity to let people know what they're gonna be facing and also how they can really succeed. So we're gonna start off with just starting off with the first year. And of course, all of you guys can chime in, but building off of first year, the fundamental foundation year, there's a lot to learn. It's a ramping up. You gotta learn all the stuff about computer skills, drafting conventions, what architecture really is. Not to mention, of course, understanding studio culture, right? And that you don't have to stay up all night to get projects done. So Faye, starting with you, having finished yeah. first year, what would you say is one critical tip that you'd like to offer for the incoming students? Well, back in high school, I did not take any architecture related courses. And the closest I took was photography that helped me in Photoshop. And then I did not know how to use other programs such as AutoCAD or Rhino. And I also didn't put the time and effort into learning them because I tried to cover my mistakes in Photoshop. So I was stuck doing extruded boxes with slanted roofs simply because I just didn't know how to design something better. So my advice for the coming first years is to learn your program and softwares. Watch your tutorials. It will help you a lot. <laughs> and also ask for help when you need it. Your props, yeah. mentors, peers, they will always be there to help you. You know, that's a really good tip, specifically for first year, because we all know, like, I, and, I'm, and I'm not saying this just because I teach in first year or I used to always teach in first year, but we know that there's a lot to be taken in, especially on the software side. Now more than ever with us going online, I can definitely see, you're right, knowing software is gonna be critical. Um, we're, we're gonna probably be stepping back a little bit from some of the more conventional uh, methods of representation, not because we don't value them, but just because it's harder to present a physical model over the internet. So definitely there. Any other tips for, you know, for first years from the rest of you guys? Um, I think walking into architecture school, um, you're, you're really entering a new life. You're entering a new perspective on absolutely everything to do with your life. And um, I think the most important thing was the transition between each year. And a lot of students happen to go back to their old ways, to their old lives or their old habits after say first year, second year, um, final projects. And what happens when, was, is when they come back, they, they realize that they've fallen behind or they lost partially partial interest in what they're doing. And I think it's important to stay on it and maintain your passion over the break because 
it'll help you realize many, many different things about the program that you wouldn't have questioned over the summer. So let's just elaborate on that because you're, you're absolutely right. I, I see that happening every year. And that's, it's not just in university. It happens in elementary school as well as high school where the summer, those two months or those four months, in, in, depending on the program, it does take a toll, right? Stuff kind of enters your head and then leaves your head like a sieve. So what do you mean by kind of maintaining that drive, maintaining the, the kind of mindset? Well, personally, I, I didn't practice much of it in after first and second year. But after third year, I, I realized that, hey, you know what, I'm, I really want to do this. So I'm going to do it off time. And um, I signed up for several different extracurriculars um, with the school. And I also did some several um, build projects at home and on um, my father's land. And that stuff really brought me closer towards not only just the whole architecture scene, but also um, representing builds through orthographics, um, uh, model making, renders, details, all that stuff, sort of bringing first year and second year studio to life, really. Um, okay. And I think that was a very important part of uh, my education. Okay, and I, I, I think that you were fortunate that you had property and, and opportunities in third year, but obviously for uh, coming back to a few other episodes ago, we talked about the prospects of volunteering, doing extracurricular work, and certainly entering into competitions uh, that can, perhaps, Lena, you might want to chime on this, but that competitions, Liza, Lena, that offer you an ability to keep your skills sharp, correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I would also say going into first year, at least for me, it, it's kind of a culture shock just because... Um, most of us are unsure of what to be expecting in good design. So when I was in first year, I was more reserved. It was kind of more about pleasing whichever prof I was with rather than doing what I wanted. Um, so anyone going to first year, I understand that it's really difficult and scary, but ultimately, if you love what you do for your own project, I think that it would definitely help with um, your exploration in architecture in the future. And also with competitions, because there is, I guess, less rigidity in the kind of bylaws and things that you're looking at, it is also a good opportunity for you to um, explore what you want for your architecture. So, so uh, that apparently, if I don't, I don't get all Sigmund Freud on you there, but Lena, it sounds like you don't like making safe buildings, but we'll let you go that slide. So, okay, so we got a sense from the first year, uh, well, Faye, who just finished first year, the two critical things I'm getting for a tip is basically get on the software side. And I mentioned that it's important to keep that, especially now more than ever, uh, given the nature of the medium of teaching, but also to not be afraid to ask. And I, I like the fact that, Lena, you are talking about having a little bit of confidence in your own work. So that it's not just simply asking questions, but also being able to present your ideas with a certain level of confidence to then ask questions about its relevance, correct? Yeah. Right. I I think that um, being reserved doesn't necessarily, isn't the best learning tactic. Um, I think if you're outside the box, the professor is also more engaged in your own work. And also you're able to learn more during that semester. Okay, good on you. So let's jump from first year though to second year. Liza, you finished second year. And of course uh, you went through second year with me in the second term. and. If first year, it's first off about communication studio and then subsequent to that site and program. Second year, mm -hmm. that's where it gets a little bit more technical. And it also yeah. gets a little bit more artsy fartsy where it starts off with intention and expression. And mm -hmm. then the second term is 
technical and regulatory. So they're very different sides of you know, the co architectural coin. So what yeah. would you say is a single tip for students to succeed in second year? Um, I think the most important thing is actually learn building codes and also um, do your research. And actually the book that you um, recommended to us that That you can't name? <laughs> Oh, I'm you know it right you now. Know it. Yeah, I know it. Of course, I used it. <laughs> <laughs> it Wait, saved you... me, basically. <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, just yeah. for the record, Faye, Faye, see? The second year you use it, Faye, I told you guys in first year to get that book, right? Yes. Faye, you need this. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no, I, no, but she did. Your, your class was slow to the pickup, but Liza, I'm glad that you finally <laughs> got it. Uh, Faye had it oh, last year. And, uh, but, but yeah, so, so tell people what that book is. So basically, it's just a book. As it, it's a guide to uh, basically uh, use for um, building standards. Like um, it has um, like measurements and dimensions of like handicapped mushrooms or uh, accessible, accessible. Sorry. Things. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Universal or accessible washrooms. I'm so sorry. Um, and other things that you don't really know about, like, oh, how big should this table be? Or how big should this bench be? Or um, how, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just simple stuff that you don't think you would want to know, but yeah. Okay, so let me just uh, present that in a more positive light there. Um, <laughs> so to, to your first point, I don't think that to succeed in, for example, first year, sorry, second year, first term, you have to know absolutely everything about code. Certainly it comes into play the second term, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we learned the hard way with your class that, you know, hey, watch this. Faye, you just finished first year. How many exits does a building of, I don't know, say 2,000 square feet and non-residential, how many exits do you need? Two. We've been told that you need two exits. To fire. Right, right. Liza, did you remember that that's a surprise to a lot of second years in your class? Remember that? That's why, that's why I'm saying it, like for my year, it was a very like important Special. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> we're the special ones. So um, I think that was what we needed to know. Because in the first year, we had a lot of, um, we didn't have a lot of urban projects. And yeah, the one, urban project we had kind of, it went, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Use words, Liza. Use words. It was not a good project in terms of learning about codes and site analysis. So um, I think we missed a critical um, point in that semester. So that's why we kind of uh, fell behind. In yeah. Okay. So, so, but I, I, I just want to draw attention to the fact that yes, code's important, but maybe in the second half of second year, but I absolutely sure. would agree that for students in second year, where they're ostensibly aware of how to represent architecture, um, that's where you really have to start knowing some precision 
and the graphic standards, it's not necessarily that it tells you everything about like building code, because that varies from region to region, but it does give you some basic knowledge bases where it's like, hey, these are probably the kind of extremes, the lowest type of ramp, the highest type of ramp, the uh, kind of dimensions for certain things. So that is important as you guys start feeling your, your, your way through architecture. So that's a good point on second year. Um, Keanu, Lena, do you got anything else to add for prospective second years to benefit and learn from? Um, I, I'd say, yeah, it's very important for them to get used to those building code terms and um, uh, restrictions because those become sort of, um, I wouldn't say muscle memory, but things at the back of your head that pop up when you're designing. They don't, you don't mm -hmm. sort of look for them. Um, they, they're sort of at the back of your head while you're doing it. Um, so it's important to sort of stick that in. But I think the most important thing in second year is the intention and expression and the students getting used to that and making that really the most important part of their manifestation of their idea. And um, a lot of buildings get detailed and get furthered and they can technically work, but their intention or expression behind it isn't necessarily existing. So I, I believe that's, you know, like you start one way, but then you end up going another way where, where you should start in the opposite way. and. Um, finish with a more completed sort of um, perspective. You know what, that's, I, I really, it's not like I paid you or we talked about this, but yes, you're right, because um, the second year first term, intention and expression, that is one of the few terms where you really, students, as students, get to have a, a real jump on the not the fantasy of architecture, but the real art of architecture. Whereas in the other studios, you tend to be dwelling a lot on the technical, whether it's learning the technical stuff on the software, the planning issues and siting issues that come in first or second term, and of course the technical and integration stuff that you get in third year. But the second year first term is where it gets really interesting and fun. So definitely, Keanu, I would agree that that's an important studio to keep in mind. Kids, when you guys are in second year, intention expression is, is important because that's basically the hard part, right? Making a building is easy. Making architecture is hard. The intention and expression is really critical there. So coming out of that, Lena, do you have anything else for second year tips? Uh, yeah, I was gonna chime in. I agree with the Keanu too. Expression is really important. Um, when learning about bylaws, I noticed in second year, um, a lot of students kind of treated them as missed opportunities because of the safety rules that the city gives us. Um, I would suggest looking at it in a new perspective. Perhaps um, it's just more about looking at it in a lighter perspective where it can bring new opportunity or new ideas based on um, the zoning or the historical context and the site context mm -hmm. as well. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of people also tend, like for example, if they really want to ramp for some reason, they kind of force a ramp in there even, and it just ends up being inefficient or um, in other words, um, kind of poor design. So I think it's more about how you design and how that um, complements the bylaws in a successful manner. Okay. You know what, it's interesting to hear you guys chime in because again, as a prof, and I'll get to these questions later, but as a prof, it never occurred to me that the student's perspective was in second year, oh my God, you really get, you really got to get your head around codes and, and bylaws and stuff. It never dawned on me that that's, this is enlightening to me that, that this time then second year, it, it, you guys believe is, is really important. But that's a good groundwork for third year. So a lot of people are worried about third year, right? Lena, you've just finished, uh, sorry, 
you know, it, I won't say finished, but you know, you're cut, you finished third year and now you're coming back in the fourth year. But Lena, having seen the kind of integrative nature of studio with a lot of the technical courses, whether it's docs, materiality, detailing, all that stuff happens in third year, right? So this is where a lot of people are overwhelmed. So what is the one key tip you'd offer a student going into what arguably is one of the most intimidating of terms or years? I believe that the key is to really just love your project because um, third year isn't really the year to kind of change your concept or your project last minute as you know a lot of times first and second year students do um, because you are going to be detailing almost every single part of your building not only for studio but for other courses as well you're going to be able to have to write entire essays perhaps on your studio and um, you're also probably going to have to work with a partner, at least in my studio that we had to do that. So encompassing, you know, all this coordination and the in-depth detail that you have to go into, you have to be excited every step of the way. And if you do love what you do when you present your work, all of the people in the audience will understand the passion and, you know, the, some, the kind of community solutions or other programmatic solutions you're providing. That's a really good comment because I, I think that's absolutely important to keep in mind that you can't vacillate, right? Like in, as you mentioned, in first year, second year, I could just say, hey, you know what, this building's great, except maybe the roof can be uh, a higher pitch, right? And then a first year might just freak out and say, oh my God, Vince hated my design. And then like they like, break down in tears and they have to like redesign something. When, it, when in <laughs> fact, I didn't say that, right? I just said like, look, man, just jack up the roof pitch and you're good. Um, so. I think that you're absolutely right that not only is it a maturity in kind of not sticking to your guns and being obstinate, but just really having a, a, a love for your design, that's important. But also in doing that, you have to be able to articulate that properly, right? And then you be able mm -hmm. to, you should be able to present your ideas really clearly because otherwise, if you don't present it, it leaves too many opportunities for me to start asking questions that might undermine, or at least you think it's undermining your idea. And the second thing is when you're dealing with third year, as you said, you're taking the project with potentially a partner over eight months. This is like, I don't know, it's like an engagement. Like, you know, short of like when two architects love each other, this, like, this is what happened. You're stuck for eight months with the same project. And if you don't love that kid, you're going to be dropping that project in an orphanage, man. So make sure, as Lena said, love your project so that you can actually make that kid not just live on the streets, but that kid goes to university. So please love your project to be able to talk about. Keanu, you got anything about third year that you want to offer to anyone else? Um, yeah, just to build off of what Lena said, um, I think it's really important, important to have a proper perspective on you going into that year. Third year in Ryerson is one of the biggest years, arguably, um, and your intentions going into that year could easily make or break your success at the um, beginning or end. And I'm not sure about the curriculum and how it's structured for the next you following year. You went through it. Okay. But for the next following year. Yeah, we went through it. Yeah. Um, but for our first semester, we worked alone on our own building. And then sem second semester, we found our partners in the same section. And um, I think it's important to note that the building you design in first semester, don't think about, oh, I'm going to make a simple box because I know second semester, I'm going to have to detail it. You know, really try to utilize the program for how it was designed. You know, don't just take shortcuts with architecture because if you really like it and you really want to be there, then you can totally make third year not feel like third year has been um, expressed in a sense. 
you could sort of make mm -hmm. third year feel just as fun as any other year you might have had. You know, you can enjoy it, especially the second semester with a partner. Obviously, choose wisely, but <laughs> enjoy it, you know, like have have a good connection with him or her. And if problems arise, it's all about your problem solving skills within with that project and the collaboration you guys have. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, okay. No, no, that that's really good. And let's come back to you though, because you just finished the program. You finished fourth year, right? And fourth year, mind you, I'm going to be asking you. And you went through the architecture concentration, um, mm -hmm. but obviously there are some similarities between your fourth year and other people going into fourth year. So, what is a, a really solid tip that you'd offer people going through fourth year? Um, I thought about this quite a bit last night because I do have an outstanding tip for students, but I think it might be different because of COVID now. I'm not sure if next summer we'll have um, Design Build Studio or I'm not sure if Digital Tool Studio will be operating the same as it could have been. I didn't mean to mention that, but <laughs> I think those two studios are very, very um, good opportunities to not only um, advance your skills in architecture, but to also find maybe a different passion in the field um, and learn to build projects that um, you've been designing on Rhino and really see the real reality of uh, all that. <laughs> okay, so let me just clear the air on that one. A, uh, digital tools, it's, have you not listened to this show already? It's a touchy subject, man. Uh, digital tools is no longer existent. You, Keanu, were the last kid that took digital tools. Thank you. Um, you dropped the mic on that one. And, and, and then the second thing is, as you can see with the pandemic, right now we're teaching studio. It was supposed to be a design build studio. We'd like to keep it going on, but um, you know, we'll see how long the pandemic works. But ideally, yes, the, 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 there is a very rewarding feeling of getting a project designed and built out. Um, and then I can understand that that's something rewarding for a lot of students, but it also is really educational and informative. So that's really good. Kids, if you have an opportunity, please, please, please take advantage of fourth year. As Keanu said, it's really where you guys can focus. It doesn't matter if you're in architectural design or project management or building science, because our program has that diversity of career paths. Listen, it's really incumbent on you to pick a path that you like, right? After three years of doing stuff in the architectural engineering and construction industry, right? Um, you know, you really should be able to say, look, I really do want to go into design. I really do want to go to project management or building science. And then when you're in fourth year, go to town, have a blast, right? So you talk to any of the kids that are doing fourth year, say project management, you know, ostensibly they like the, what they're doing. Or I, certainly I talked to a couple of the building science students and they love it. They, they actually love it. They're coming back to do masters and it's really rewarding. So definitely take advantage of fourth year uh, to make it, you know, some, an opportunity for you to embark on stuff that you wouldn't otherwise have had in your first three. So let's just start back with you, Faye, because we've talked about some tips, right? And maybe warnings, but um, you know, what are some things that you'd say are, are things to, to be, be mindful of, right? Because I think that you've been able to give us some tips. Like what or, uh, like, should prepare for? Yeah, right? Like what's like, you know, we talk about projects, we talk about like, um, like it's funny because when I teach co-op, when, when I do co-op, um, I have them do mock interviews and I give some sample mock interview questions. Lena, back me up on this, right? I, I, I make them do these mock interview questions and then they record them and then I start recording the answers. I take notes and I start recording the answers for students that are answering a certain way. And one of the questions, it's a generic question. One of the questions is, give me an example of when you had conflict and working with groups, right? And without a doubt, 50% of the students will say the tower project, 
and the other 50% will say collaborative exercise, right? So help me out here, Faye. Tell me some, you know, you already give me tips, but tell me about a project I should be, you know, mindful of, worried about, or a course I should be mindful about and, and, and you know, brace myself for if I were in high school entering first year. Um, so for first year, courses were manageable for me, except studio, because in high, in high school, I was very indecisive and I had no sense of time. So for my projects, I would spend my time redesigning without any clear concepts or intentions. And then when I finally finalized my design, others are like already done or moving on to layout. And okay. then I would always do last minute projects. So my, my advice for coming first years is to prepare for the workload from all your courses, especially studio. Because mm -hmm. transi my transition from, like from high school to university was very hard. So planning ahead will always be the best preparation because this will give you enough time to think clearly and know what your intentions are. As you said, it's really a big deal in the second year too. And mm -hmm. then this will also result for better projects. And then once you're done with your projects, you will also have time to have fun and take breaks, which is essential. I don't know, you just made it sound like you have no time at all, but I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that. So, um, but are there any specific projects or, or courses? Like you said studio, but I mean, any, any, like assuming that there's, I don't know, a lot of carryover and, and similarities to the pandemic version of the curriculum and what you experienced, is there any notable, like, I don't think we're gonna be in the tower, for example, in first year this, this fall, but would you say that there's a project that, you know, people should be mindful of or a course? Well, the project that I struggled most in studio was project three, because it, the writer studio, mm -hmm. because we needed specific spaces and like um, specific intention for the project. Okay. Okay. No, I, I get that. And I think uh, just for those of you guys that are uninitiated on this, uh, the final project for first year first term studio, unlike other curricula, which they make you just do a poster or something. We actually make you start designing buildings from day one, um, such that at the end of first year, they actually design a small uh, writer studio, as Faye described. So that's a good point. Uh, Liza, you went through second year, and we know that there are multiple projects that your class kind of suffered through, right? Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, maybe pick one, but I suspect there's probably a litany of other ones. But Tell me one or two that are things that an incoming second year, like a kid in phase class would be, oh, okay, gotta be mindful of that project or gotta be mindful of that course. Honestly, um, for uh, first semester, studio was definitely kind of difficult in terms of um, trying to learn how to um, show your intention through your projects. Um, and for second semester, it was hard because it was more technical. And um, as for myself, I didn't really know much or have knowledge of, um, like I said, like building codes or zoning um, and stuff like that. In terms of courses, um, the ones that are very knowledgeable and uh, important um, in terms of second year and also um, while you're um, going into third year is um, envelope systems, there's um, bodily comfort systems, and also structures because as I said, like 
we do get more technical. And as we go into third year, we need to learn more about that. So yeah, that was very helpful for me. So, so I like how I asked you, give me one course or project that you have problems. And it's like, I'm gonna tell you studio, I'm gonna tell you all the technical courses, <laughs> and specifically envelope systems, structures, and like, uh, okay, so apparently all of second year is, is just rough for, for you. But just, just I, I think it's important, while well, I got you on, online and I got Lena here, um, Lena and Keanu have both gone through second year, right? And mm -hmm. I just wanna make sure that kids in phase year are listening and aware of you know, Liza just basically said everything's hard, right? Oh, um, also, yeah. um, oh. the okay. first <laughs> sorry, the first year struggled with structures. I forgot to say structures. Yeah. Okay, kids, you can only pick one course to bash, man. Jeez. Okay, but <laughs> Lena, Kiana, really? tell me. <laughs> I remember we got this. Okay, Lena, can you start off? Tell tell. Tell us, like, you know, Liza just kind of said a lot of courses are, are rough, but I mean, you've gone mm -hmm. through second year as well. So just tell me, what, what is the one course that might be tricky? Um, I would say probably it is envelope systems, just because it, I guess, other than the actual things that you're learning, it's also about we're introducing new kinds of math or new kinds of um, vocabulary that we're not used to or was taught to us in first year in terms of like, you know, mildew building up in the walls or these kinds of um, overall concepts are introduced mm -hmm. to us new. And okay. I found a lot of students who are wondering um, in, on, on top of the workload for that, for that class that we were just overall unfamiliar with these concepts to begin with. So okay. I guess that's what make the course difficult. Okay, all right. And Keanu, anything else to add to second year? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with her 100%. Um, I'll admit, in first year, when I heard of envelope systems, I didn't know what that was even focused on. I thought, you know, envelope, you know where I'm coming with this. <laughs> envelope, where is an envelope in the building? You know, I, 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 I didn't know what I was thinking, but it, it made sense, complete sense to be called envelope after I learned it. Um, but I agree, it was one of the hardest courses. In first year. <laughs> so, so just if to keep things in perspective, no, no, this is, thank God this is not video. Um, if, if you understand, if I took a time machine and showed Keanu, baby Keanu in first year, who still had facial hair for some inexplicable reason, um, baby Keanu was, instead of thinking about what a building envelope was, he was too busy, uh, what was it? Was it Overwatch at that point in time? It was, eh, oh, yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. I'm just saying, okay. Um, I don't know. I have a old. question. Okay, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Faye. Oh, okay. Um, what is envelope systems? Keanu, good question. Keanu, <laughs> answer, answer to the first year. You Keanu, you graduate to the damn program. So now one expects you, Keanu, to explain to a kid first year what okay. is an envelope system. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a little more relatable. So imagine <laughs> imagine an envelope. <laughs> You receive an envelope package in the mail, and no. the envelope package pretty much covers covers the mail. It covers the package. It um, mm -hmm. protects it from the elements. It um, you know wind can't get to the physical piece of paper inside of the envelope, and that's essentially what envelope systems are in architecture. It's like imagining the skin of the building, the one that protects it from the um, interior. Um, oh, yeah. okay. 
right to go along with that i also think it's more about the mechanics of how this envelope works so it's not simply like oh what does the cladding look like does it fit the context or oh um is it thick enough for insulation it's really about the layers the airspace like the temperature differences and how mm -hmm. all of this works together in order to have a successful building and i think often than not it's not really what we think about as first years going to second year, all this work that needs to be calculated to make this building. Yeah, and, and just to make sure, Liza, for you going to third year, like even though envelope systems might have been rough, it really is invaluable, especially when you get to third year, because it's kind of expected that you know, not every single thing that's kept in your head, but you should know basic operations of heat, air, moisture, uh, through the envelope of a building and then that will really help you out when you get to detailing and and docs and other parts of courses and certainly your studio projects so don't don't think of it mm -hmm. as just like that one course I got to do and man I got through it yay I'm out no it's gonna haunt you again and again and again okay so just well I didn't mind. say it was bad I just said that <laughs> play back the tape <laughs> yes you can play it and I said the word knowledgeable <laughs> okay all right so let's keep on going here though third year. Now, I would actually argue that I, as a prof and one of the associate chairs here, I get a lot of, you know, an earful on what course sucks the most in third year, right? Because I get kids complaining, oh my gosh, studio is so rough, they expect to know all this. And at the same time, it's like, oh my gosh, docs is so hard because it's all this, it's, it's so complex. Or I hate my group mate, I don't know where I had the dead body. Like it's all these things come to play for third year. So, you know, coming out Lena, what would you say is the worst assignment, the worst project, the worst course that you would have to deal with in third year? Um, I realized that when going into third year, everyone has a foundation of first and second year, and we all have different strengths and weaknesses. I found that the project management course was the most difficult just because it involved, um, I guess, more of an administrative perspective on the building process. Mm -hmm. um, however, other people had really difficulty with conducts. However, I had an amazing team. Shout out to Specs, greatest team ever. Um, and then that was going by really smoothly. Um, I think overall, going to third year to prepare for any of these courses would probably just be looking around presently at the architecture around you. There are a lot of courses that ask you to critically, you know, walk around your neighborhood and really understand, you know, what kind of lighting is used here and why? Do you see any problems with these buildings? And why do you think that these things have happened in terms of like leak or like mildew buildup? Um, I think overall in third year, it is important, not really just to pinpoint any one thing that's extremely difficult. I think all of them have their fair share of workload but mm -hmm. it's really just about looking around and seeing what the issues are in daily architecture. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm glad that comes into the equation because a lot of people see projects as or even courses as isolated as I mentioned earlier and the fact that you're trying to tie things together and I guess the connections are a little bit more apparent now that you know a little bit more to be able to see the world and appreciate like hey that looks like a box boring you know, quote unquote, boring architectural work, but then you start realizing, no, it's, it's actually, there's a lot of stuff that's going into it. And in third year, I gather that gives you a greater appreciation. So that's good. 
But then if third year has a very prescriptive uh, course load, right, where I know I got to do X, Y, and Z, then I really don't have much of a choice. Keanu in fourth year, the world's your oyster, right? You, mm -hmm. you, could, you could have taken any types of, like there's choices and option studios, there's choices and concentrations first off, but then even when you get certain concentrations like architecture, you have different profs you can go to for studio. You have like a bunch of professional electives, well, not digital tools anymore, but like professional electives you can take. So what would you say is like, you know, the, the hardest course, uh, like, you know, some of the, the challenging assignments that you had in your fourth year? I think the hardest the hardest part about fourth year um you know everyone says fourth year is just an easy third year or it's a more how would i say it focused third year you get to do exactly what you want rather than a huge building with some some random person but i think it's more than that um i think fourth year is all about the research around architecture and fourth year studio especially fourth year studio especially i've heard and um i've been told that it was designed to prepare fourth year students for masters. And what masters is, is essentially a student's research around a topic of choice or a thesis. And I decided to choose a studio um, called The Missing Middle in Toronto. And I was very interested, not, not only interested, but heavily invested in why Toronto is the way Toronto is. And it came with I would say three months of research in the beginning of our studio where we didn't really touch anything but research. Mm -hmm. um, and the most drawings we did was um, maybe site plan stuff or context analysis. Um, and it was all about understanding neighborhoods, understanding um, typologies, understanding the residential environment um, in Toronto. And um, I haven't learned that much in a studio course from any other course I've had in studio maybe not ex including um, first year, first semester, because that was a big jump. But, mm -hmm. you know, the fourth year, I, it, it was a lot. And um, I think it was, it, it could either be a really good opportunity for you to embrace your um, curiosities in architecture, or it could be an opportunity for you to um, really figure out that, hey, maybe I don't want to do this, or maybe um, this part of architecture isn't what I want to do. Maybe I should do project management or something. It really depends mm -hmm. on your stream and then your whole perspective on your choice in that stream throughout the year. Because once you choose it, you're not stuck with it. You know, you don't, once you do project management in fourth year, you know, like you're not entitled to project management for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll be better at it for that time being, but it's all about your, you know, your perspective on what you're doing, I believe. You know what, I like that opportunity to discuss whether or not you're stuck with things. And because in fourth year, that's probably the most liberating and uh, you have the most choice. But let's talk about the other issue. Of course, you don't always have choice in certain things. Most notably, you don't have choice on your profs, right? So I'm gonna start with you, Faye. You, taught, you, went, you went through first year and if you had an ability to talk to the people that make decisions on first year, like any course, studio, whatever you want to say, or like how it's run or whatever, right? Like, for example, we hear third year all the time. It's like, oh my God, it's all the group projects, all group projects. You know, I hear a lot of people say, if I were a prof and I could talk to my prof and I could tell him, no way, I don't want him or her to make sure, to make sure that we don't have group projects, right? Because I hate partners, right? So if, if I turn to you, Faye, as a first year, what would you say is a, a recommendation for me as a prof teaching in first year to do to make better from a student perspective? Well, the first semester for me was more brutal than second semester. 
because for it had nothing to do with the prof right nothing to do with the prof but um the teaching not the teaching but like um because for a second semester it was more of we were taught like the journey and like to understand that the structure is like how you travel to get there and how you use it but for first year we were taught like how to build it and how it was like from from footing to like roof and i think it's a good transition if it would be switched where for the like uh, as a first year when we don't really know anything about structures or like how it's built to know the intention first and then as we jump to second semester we know like fundamentally how it's built part by part okay i think that sense. was i think that was just because you had a bad first year first term instructor that kind of asked that you think about those things so that's but that's that's fair i i, I would i would say that i understand that one Okay, anyone else got anything to say to first year? Because y'all went through first year, so you might as well say it now, say it to my mm -hmm. face. Um, I'd say I, I had Stanislav, so he taught us a lot about communication studio, and I think he taught us a little bit more than what other studio professors taught in terms of um, understanding orthographics and understanding the different types of lines in the drawing. Because when I would That's go true. converse with my other like colleagues, they would sort of say, hey, like, we didn't learn how to like what the difference is between a longer dash line and a shorter dash line in this, in a drawing. We didn't understand what um, how to draw an elevation in um, uh, like interior elevation, sort of like what what it looks like. Do you see the sides of a bottle? Like for an example, he gave us a glue bottle um, in person and said, "Hey, I want you to take three views from it: top view, side view, and cut a section through it and draw it with your pencil." And I think that practice in itself really prepared us for what was to come because that in itself was really how we um, uh, represent a building through uh, orthographics or architecture through orthographics. Okay. That's true. I had sense. Okay, and that you, okay, but I, I just wanna make sure. So that you're, you're both you guys are saying that if you had your druthers, you would say first year, make sure they know how to draw things better or i just want to make sure i said make make sure they know how to properly communicate and make sure they know convention because i yeah. remember in that um cabin project a lot of the students were drawing plans sections and elevations without convention or proper drawing conventions and that carries on yeah. till third oh, year oh i know that you see that yeah. with other that is very true. like yeah in liza's class you had people just using enscape or lumion renders and cut the using clipping plane and they're like this is my section and it's like it's a sectional <laughs> perspective this yeah. is my floor plan no it's a yeah, sectional yeah. perspective that's how bad like that's how lazy some people can get so i i definitely appreciate that okay so liza coming to you second year i mean there's a lot of stuff that you guys had to pick up on so if you had the ability to tell me Anybody else teaching second year, what would you say we should change or as a prof, we should improve and get our butts in gear for? Uh, um, this is not a surprise question. I know. It's, I had you, so I was... <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't blame me. You only had me for the no, second. No, no, no. I feel like it was a good thing that I had you because you helped us a lot. I feel like having the extra time and um, being there... Um, for your students was actually very helpful helpful and like because i know um during the pandemic a lot of people complained about um or had trouble with the fact that they didn't get a lot of time to talk to their profs and 
or they weren't really able to reach them or um, get the help that they need in terms of like studio projects. So I think that's the biggest thing for me is getting the help and getting um, the support from like my profs. Okay, so so if I were to say to the second year profs, it, it's really imperative that we spend that extra time or maybe attention because I don't want to measure it solely yeah. in hours spent, but extra attention. And I think for people in phase position coming into second year, that's going to be even more important given that we're going online. So definitely you're right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, Lena, you know, you went through third year and it was hilarious. Uh, and you know, you had an instructor in studio who really spent a lot of time and effort in your work, but outside of that, what would you say to the administrators of the program? What would we benefit from doing from a student perspective to, to make, you know, studio better or make the curriculum better? Um, in terms of, I guess I ran into a lot of issues during my studio where, you know, when you would have desk crits, the prof would be reluctant to kind of carry on with your somewhat ambitious idea. Um, it felt kind of, I'm not sure if they were more old fashioned or just because they knew the amount of difficulty it would be in order to detail this because they knew what was to come, um, that they just kind of want to, you know, like push us back a little, you know, like kind of um, simplify it so that it would be easier for us in the future. Um, however, I know a lot of students Kind of work in the opposite direction where you know they want to make something innovative something more interesting and mm -hmm. i think it would be more beneficial if the profs again like would support the student if like the student has decided that they want to move forward yeah see that's i, I would 100 percent agree with that i think that we do our students no favors as profs by being weak by being soft by not really giving the kids the ability and the support to say, no, man, you come up with some cool ideas. I just want to let you know that it's going to be more work, but you know what? Nothing good ever comes from being easy. Right. So right. I, I definitely, I definitely appreciate that. And, and, and um, that is something I will carry forward because a lot of my third year colleagues, they also say like, Oh my gosh, the product's really a lot. It's, it's a big busy term. You know, we just want to make it uh, help, help the kids make it easier on them. And it's like, you know, maybe it's my Chinese tiger dad parenting. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I'm pretty sure that any kid, as, you know, as, as both you and Keanu said, if you really love your design, right, you know, it, it won't be like, if you love your child, if, if, if your child does something wrong, you're like, uh, I'm going to bring it back to the hospital and get a new one, right? No, if you love something, you carry through with it and you make sure you figure it out. So that, that's the thing that I got to put there. And my, my colleagues, I'm glad that you're saying this right now because you hear me, you know, profs, you know who you are. <laughs> You don't do anything good by helping people by being soft and dumbing it down. Okay. Like they hear it from the kids. The kids have just said that, right? Hey, just really quickly, just because I got to make a little tangent here. Eliza, is it better to be cruel and help them in the long run or be kind and soft? Cruel, for sure. Good. Keanu. Cruel. I like critical feedback. Oh, you say that now. No, <laughs> I love our design. Do you remember our design build studio where like, Vince, why are you always knocking me? Why are you always talking? Hey, hey, but like, that was just like, that wasn't based on design. That was, you, we're not going to go there on, no, yeah, no worries. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lena, you said cruel, not cruel, but cruel to be kind, better to be good in the long run than the short term. Yes. Right. Okay. Faye, first year, you just finished first year. You had a little bit of rough time, but is it better to be, you know, not cruel, but just to be very overt and upfront with things. Yeah. I think it's better to be cruel because I had you. And then hey, what I, whoa. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, no, we were supposed to, no, the, 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 the agreement here was that you were supposed to, no, no, hey, stop. The agreement here was that we were not going to give names, right? And you kind of broke the first rule of Fight Club. So I'm going to mute. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> say it, say it, say it. Um, because for, for my studio, I had like honest crit with my design. And if it was a terrible design, I was told that it, it was a terrible design. But for my friends from other sections, I would see the same design and it would be told like it was good and with sugar coating. And then my friends would, I would complain to my friends how it's like the crits are always critical for me. But then they said, at least you're getting better in designing rather than us being stuck with like the design. Sugar, sugar coating is coding. never good. Yeah. And then I think everyone, I, I think in first year, it's hard for people to understand that. Right. But I think what, like, let's be honest here. Once you get out of like first year, maybe first month, you start realizing that would you rather be talked to by someone that's actually offering you some feedback and gives you the time of day to like take the effort to say, Hey, you can get this better and, and tell you how to fix it. Then to be like, yeah, whatever. You're cool. Let me next. Right. That's how that's, that's useless. So definitely there. Um, but let's keep on going here though. Okay. So Keanu fourth year, man, what can I do to make fourth year better? Um, hmm. I think fourth year was great in itself. There was a lot of options for us to sort of expand and do what we wanted to do. Um, I think the biggest issue I had with fourth year was was really the quarantine. It's, it's not it's not um, sort of directly tied to fourth year, but um, yeah, like I, I was having a blast. I was enjoying my last year, and then the quarantine sort of came around and ruined it but well yeah sorry about that it was my fault come on i'm talking no, no, no. No, <laughs> no i'm being serious like what can the profs do to help make the curriculum the program better because i mean i think the quarantine kind of knocked the sales yeah like the wind out of everybody's sales universally mm -hmm. i think i think it's really important because we we do know that some of my colleagues some of the profs listen right and it's good to have you guys up front and say stuff like this is probably, I like the venue here because the, these are instances where it's one of the few instances where the students actually have an ability to say something. And guess what? Especially you can, you graduate. I can't, well, you're, you're imminently going to graduate. So I can't bail you and rescind your degree. Well, I mean, technically I could, but you know <laughs> what I mean, right? So, so, you know, speak your mind, tell me what we could have done as props to make it better. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a blank blank mind right now. I can't really think of a, uh... Because I, I had a blast, you know, like, I was going to say the same for third year, you know, third year, I, I, I did every, it was great. Um, the only thing I was, I would say is the fragment part um, was fragment part. Yeah, the fragment part of third year and second semester, where we had to detail our fragments and our floor plans and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was really good. Because in third year, you're led to believe that you're going to detail the whole building. You're going to mm -hmm. model every single bolt and anchor and footing on the building. And um, even though that would be good if you knew how to do that, um, it would be important to have the fragments more concentrated, I believe, because they just introduced those in the end. Um, it would be better if the fragments were more um, concentrated throughout the whole semester, where you would be sort of focusing on this fragment make sure you detail them, but while you're detailing them, apply that to the rest of your building instead of design your building and then look at the fragment. Mm, okay, no, I, I, I absolutely understand that. Okay, so now we've got a sense of like all the things that we need to know. Like again, I'm, I'm looking at the prospects of coming into school or returning to school in September. Not, not physically, but coming back in that mindset. We've got a good set of tips 
everything from first year, you know, get your software in, in check, make sure you know how to ask questions. Second year, you know, we got to, you know, basically learn about the technicals, like the codes and make sure that you know your graphic standards and stuff as per Liza, right? <laughs> in third year, we got a real good sense of making sure you love your project, make sure you got a passion for it, make sure you can talk about it. And fourth year, well, the world's your oyster because you got lots of good opportunities, everything from well, not digital tools, but um, other courses that you can take as electives, and you're certainly going to benefit from focusing on your concentrations. We also talked about different projects you got to be on your radar so you can get mobilized for. I'm really surprised, though, like Lena, Keanu, that you know, you guys didn't say anything about like, make sure you form your groups for docs, make sure you have a killer group for docs, make sure you have like, you know, yeah. a good, good couple of people that you are your go to guys. After you've finished your first two years, you probably know who are the students that you can work with and who have what skills and that way you can start making your teams beforehand. Like, I mean, help me out here. These are critical tips that aren't just like me making them up. Like as, as a mm. third year mm. student or people have finished third year, would you not say that that's a really good tip as well? Yeah, for sure. I usually tell uh, lower years, you know, like once the first semester or like during the first semester of your third year, you know, like try to lock someone down. Um, I think the difficulty <laughs> is, <laughs> you know, like- Zip ties you know, and garbage <laughs> bags, what are you talking about? <laughs> You know, you're going to be like, um, I guess, pretty much linked to someone the next the next semester. You want to make a good project. And at this point, you should know who you work well with and who you don't. Um, it is important that your teams do make or break your third year. I guess like in this podcast, it was kind of at the back of my head just because I was extremely lucky in the partners that I had for this year. But I would say, yes, like it's never too early. Um, you know, if you're unsure about how the profs will make you choose your partner, you know, ask a few people, you know, if you're in my section next, next semester, want to be partners. And I think that if you're one step ahead of everyone, it would be running really smoothly. Yeah, just for the record here, um, and I know that I don't want to be pointing fingers, but we know that in, pa in the past few years, we've had situations where kids as early as first year, second term, they make covenants where it's like, mm -hmm. look, I'm going to join you and help you out with your like um, first year, second term structures exam. And <laughs> I'm going to bank on you joining me for my docs group because I talked to my mentor. And when I'm in third year, I damn well better have you on my docs team. Like that is how far back it goes because some of the third years as mentors have been like, hey, here's a warning. Find your friends and never let them go. Right. Um, so I, I think that you're going to see a lot more of that happening, especially when we start working online. So Liza, be mindful. There's a lot of collaboration. There's a lot of stuff that's going on online. And to your benefit, to your class's benefit, you should really know who you work well with. And I think you've already started to do that in your in your class, correct? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, sorry, Keanu? Yeah, just to add on that, I think it's very important for in a professional sort of perspective for you to um, understand the difference between your friends and your coworkers, people that you can work with. Um, you know, the um, big mistake I've seen a lot throughout group projects and whatnot are people working with each other because they're friends, not because they work well together or their their skills with the certain project could be um, collaged together well to make a good final product. Um, sort of be mature with it, you know. Sort of express your um, opinions on mm -hmm. what you want and differentiate the difference between your friends outside of school or um, outside of work and um, the friends that do well. 
um, with your work. Yep. And you know what? That's not just now. That's even like, you know, half a century ago when like, you know, when me and Baruch, you guys might know that Baruch and I are like way old buddies and you couldn't find two people more opposite, right? Um, in terms of working in school and stuff like that. But we're really good friends, right? But there's no way in hell. Like, have you ever seen us work on like studio projects together? Woo! It is rough. So absolutely a very invaluable point, Keanu, to really make sure that you know the difference between friends and, you know, work. Good, good point on you. But let's talk about more happy or sad things. So we talked about all those tips on how to succeed, maybe things to be wary of or aware of. Um, but I'll start maybe from the top and go down. Okay. Keanu, can you tell me a funny story that came about from, you know, your experience in fourth year in particular? Um. I, I would I will admit a lot of the funny experiences I had in fourth year were from the course that is no longer existent. Um, see, I didn't want to mention it, but just so you understand, um, but it could be applied to other lectures. You know, you so, handled so just that. tell me what, what what happened in that what happened in that course that you liked. What was the thing that was fun? I think is the way you interpreted the lecture style sort of um, teaching, and this doesn't have to be for digital tools only. It could be for any other lecture in the program, or especially fourth year. But um, the fact that you made the um, lectures interactive, you sort of um, brought us closer towards whatever you, the material you were presenting. It wasn't just a boring thing where we sat down, listened for three hours straight to someone standing on a podium. It was an interactive experience in which we were a part of. And we also had many presentations that we had to take care of. So it didn't really feel like a lecture. And I think going forward, Every student knows what a lecture is and every student knows what a studio is and a, or a workshop. You know, lecture is you sit down, you fall asleep for three hours or you listen for three hours. Um, and then studio is hands-on stuff, all that sort of jazz. Mm -hmm. But what happens if you mix the two? You know, what if you make the lecture sort of more interactive, more of an experience, a valuable experience that the uh, students will remember or even consider? Um, because a lot of the things I learned um, stuck with me in the time being, um, maybe not off the top of my head right now, but... Yeah, see, I was going to call you out. I was like, what did you learn from digital tools? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I learned a lot about parametrics. I, I will tell you that. I didn't even know what the word, like, really, really meant um, before digital tools, and then I uh. ended it all afterwards. But, um, yeah, I think that's important for lecture-style classes, aside from studio, to be mm -hmm. taught like that, taught with, you know, um, exaggeration. You'll have fun with it. So just to get to the point of this though because i asked you give me a funny story and you oh. said give a you know give good lectures <laughs> so help me out here Ken. i'm gonna give you a second second stab at this I in fourth year what no no continue continue in fourth year you had some fun you know you know funny perhaps uh you know activities and, and, and instances can you give me anything that just like will be memorable as as a four yeah. from coming out of fourth year um uh, during you can the share break, in public. Yeah, yeah. During okay. the winter break, we um, we we were tasked with uh, building the um, AIS forum stage installation. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were living in the architecture building the whole winter break. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> it was great. But I remember there was a certain situation where I had to, I think, spray paint something outside, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> Outside, like really far, you know. I think it was um near my apartment. In Mississauga, yeah, yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, my apartment <laughs> building. It wasn't. It wasn't near the school at all. But it was. It was definitely related to school because it was hilarious. But as I was um spray painting whatever was on the ground above the newspaper, I was sort of 
it was it was funny in the moment, but it was like a we made a little video, and I was I was like some like Dragon Ball Z looking person spray painting the stuff on the ground, and I was making like sound effects with my mouth, and like you know it was like 3 a.m. and we were tired, and I you know trying to make a good humorous moment out of the uh, the grind we were working on. But that was a good moment from fourth year. I think that might have been because you go spray painting in close quarters, and maybe you've been huffing a little bit more of the fumes than oh, you right, like to admit there. Maybe, yeah, possibly, yeah. Okay, stay away from Bruges too. Um, okay, so uh, Lena, do you have anything from third year as a funny story? Like, it, 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 typically you hear a lot of sad stories. Like, I broke up with my boyfriend or girlfriend because I paired up with him or her, or I was BFFs with this person and I said, forget that, she stiffed me and threw me under the bus for docs. So give me some happy or funny stories from third year. Um, you know, when you go to school, I think the sad things are also the most funniest. Uh, when What's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta pick and choose your perspectives, you know? I guess like the most memorable is um, for third year, second semester, my partner and I were making our physical model for our last presentation. And you know, it's about like 2 to 3 a.m. We're trying to assemble this structure together and we realize it has no structure. You know, um, and then it's just kind of falling apart. We get some double-sided tapes or, you know, creating some like um, wooden poles to try and like tensile it together somehow. Um, so the next morning we had our crits and you know our thing is just leaning to one side kind of jiggling a little bit if the wind blows. So we kind of grab like a rolling cart to the crit you know rolling it in like an injured lamb trying not to breathe on it and during our crit I was kind of addressing um, you know parts of our model to help with our presentation and I asked my friend to take some photos of our last presentation together and you can just see my partner Tanya just like closing her eyes like standing up there's like praying that like I don't accidentally nudge something and her whole um, model falls apart. Um, I guess in the end you know it held up for the presentation we got some you know good feedback for it because I guess they knew that we tried really hard but you know right after the presentation kind of like went up in smoke into a million little pieces but uh, it was pretty good we got an award for the um the structure model so I guess in the end you know they, they recognize that we tried <laughs> or that apparently we give awards for anything nowadays so okay <laughs> that. so Liza good funny story from second year please oh uh, okay um so this was first semester of second year and um I had to stay late in the studio to make um, a sectional model and it was 1 to 25. Um, it was around 7 a.m. when I started looking at everyone's because I was like surrounded by my friends like doing their own models and I was like huh and I asked one of my friends I was like hey like how tall is your building and then she's like I run like 10 meters why and I'm like am I supposed to be 12 so why is mine half of yours and I realized the whole time I made it 1 to 50. <laughs> <laughs> and I started crying in front of everyone and instead of comforting me, they laughed at me the whole time. <laughs> so yeah, but it worked out. No one noticed, I think. I, I think you just outed all of your classmates as like being <laughs> cruel, evil people. Uh, so mental note, That's anyone what friends are that... for. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, you got some messed up idea of what friends are. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that read the read the instructions and like did it not ever occur to you look left to look to your right? Like you were in studio, not like you're working at home and like you're like, oh my god, surprise. You 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 could have looked to the left and to your right and seen people are making like doors and steps uh, a right. certain size, right? That was my fault. <laughs> okay. Where I read um, one to fifty and then everyone was like, No, it's one twenty five. And I looked and it said 125 and I was like, okay, there's like two hours left till class. So yeah. did you just submit the one to 50? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's not like you tried to like put something together like no. duct tape and oh pizza boxes. Okay. Okay. No. All right. So that's not funny, but it's kind of sad. But apparently <laughs> if you're in Liza's class, that's a suffering is a hilarious thing. So Faye, tell me give, give, again, just like academics, um, let the first year class do the rebound on this one. Faye, tell me, give me something funny about that. About I have your, sad about your and funny ones. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? Okay, fine. Trauma is funny. Stop <laughs> it. You are not, okay, you are the last person to market anything for our department. I'm, I'm muting you, man. Okay, Faye. <laughs> Did I do funny or the sad one first? You said they're the same and apparently in Liza's book, you know, you know, tearing wings off of pigeons is is like hilarious fun too. So, you well, know, make me laugh. For my section, the crits were brutal. So we never had crits in high school for um, design, and so going through the crits for university, um, we took it very emotionally. I remember there was this one week where almost everyone in our section was crying because they were stressed. <laughs> Their project. Wait, you're talking about first year, second term? <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. First term. <laughs> first year, first semester. Um, we were just stressed <laughs> a lot, I, I think. think yeah, what? I think... Say it to my face. Say it to my face. <laughs> it's like you, when you know like you thought you're good at drawing and then your prof just tells you you can't draw and then you're just like, oh no. I don't think I ever said, no, I don't think I ever said you can't draw. Did I? I you, you said I don't draw properly with like orthographics and like the context. Okay, so if you took that out of anywhere else, right? Back me up, Lena. You're 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 a nice, happy person, Lena. If <laughs> if you got that, would that be like you can't draw? Um, no, but I understand what Faye's talking about when you're getting emotional because I totally passed out like without the prop even saying anything. Like he was just looking at my model after I presented and just like spots everywhere. And then I went, I just found out where the nurses, oh, like where the nurses my looking God. Because like, the prop asked two girls to like bring me and I was like so confused. Also happened my second crit and you know, one time in second year for a desk crit. So like, I totally understand Faye, you know, it's, it's <laughs> Yeah, I think um, those first years were very emotional. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I can getting used agree to, to that. I cried a lot in first year, and then it just, I think. <laughs> yeah, now we just don't cry anymore. Yeah. You ran out of, you yeah. Ran out of tears? <laughs> yeah, ran We're out just of used tears. to it. We're numb. <laughs> That's it. Um, so I don't want to be the only guy on this one. Keanu, if you want to chime in, do you also, do you also hot curl up and cry after reviews? Um, no, you know, back in first year, I, I had a, I guess I, had um, an easier experience. My dad sort of prepared me for a lot that was to come because he had uh, interior design school way back. And so he told me about the studio life. Not that I lived the studio life before, but um, I knew that they were going to destroy us in crits. Um, in our first year, first semester crit for the drawing um, 
project, uh, one of the students in our um, section put a fat title for the project in the middle of his uh, drawing. So it looked really, it didn't work. And the title wasn't even a good title. And um, our professor just put his uh, dry erase uh, eraser on it and sort of just swiped. And that looked like a huge smudge in the middle of his drawing. <laughs> but our whole section laughed. And um, well, the person who drew it wasn't laughing. He sort of looked like, um, is, this, is, is this real life? Is this how it is? And yeah, that's, you know, it's how it is. <laughs> See, just for the record for all of you guys, profs do not enjoy making people feel bad. We don't, I mean, you might be one sick, sick person to want to look forward to making someone cry, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Faye, just saying, that prof that you had probably, actually, not even probably, I know that he or she didn't want to make you cry, right? It was more of my design. Well, your design made you cry, but not the yeah. prof, okay? So, so <laughs> that's, that's, but, but the thing is, profs don't go out of the way to make people cry. We know, though, however, sometimes you have to actually be upfront. And for all of what you guys just said about being not cruel, but being like upfront and honest about things, right? You know, mm -hmm. at the same time, you're giving me this kind of, you know, mixed message thing where it's like, yeah, be upfront and tell me, but you know what? I cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, during first year, you, um, the prof that we had also taught us how like it's possible to redeem yourself. So even though you like you did bad in one project, you could always do better. Wow, it's like you had a priest for a prof there. Okay, fine. <laughs> so let, 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 let's go with that. But um, the reason why I'm talking about this is because, and I might have told some of you guys a story, but as a little bit of a side, but we don't go out of our way to make people cry unless they deserve it. And, and I'm not sure if you've ever seen this or heard the story. I think Keanu, it was, oh no, it wasn't your year. But um, we had a project where as me and Baruch, we had to review uh, with each other in first year. And it was one of those exercises where a kid, or the kids had to make a physical model and then basically do elevations and sections of that physical model, okay, in first year, right? And um, this one kid who clearly had like drafting or architecture in uh, their high school curriculum, he basically designed a box, right? And it was like a box with like four slots in the middle, right? And, you know, he was like middle of the pack for review. So we were going through all the beginning uh, reviews and some of these kids had like crazy, cause they didn't know, they made a physical model and it was like a blobby thing that would make Frank Gehry stuff look like boxes, right? It was like weird, crazy blobs and stuff. And then the kid, you can understand, had a real pain of a time to draw the elevations and sections, right? So what happened was that this other kid who had designed a box, he, when we were like commenting about the kid's design and just be like, hey, uh, you know, your, your, your blobby thing, I think you're missing like this piece over here because understandably it's hard or this isn't to the right proportion or I think this is done in perspective, right? Because it was hard to draw that weird blobby form as an orthographic. But every time we offered that commentary, this kid was just sitting in the back room and laughing his ass off and just like basically heckling, right? The, um, th these other kids that just couldn't draw or draft their stuff, right? So I pick up on this stuff. And to me, I think that if you're being a jerk, you deserve to be crucified, right? So True. when it came to this kid, right? I was like, okay, let's see this stuff. Now, the crazy thing is that he had a box. So how bad could he have messed it up? Well, guess what? He had the box and there were four or five openings on the box, but there were six openings on the actual drawing, right? And then on top of that, he decided to go all architecture on it. And instead of just making a cool form and learn how to draw, he decides to make a new building. So then he subsequently put like these weird blue rectangles on the, on the drawing, on the plan, right? And I was like, what the hell is this blue stuff, right? And he's like, oh, it's for the swimming pool. And I'm like, 
wait, <gasps> what the hell? You have a swimming pool? What the hell is this? And I said, wait, wait, so what makes it a swimming pool, right? And he's like, well, duh, it's a blue rectangle. And I'm like, listen, my kid is like what? All of at that point in time, like one year old, you know, she can color with, you know, blue markers in a box and she's one. You are like 18 years old and you're doing the exact same damn thing. And you know what? You, you, you like to think that you could draw, like it's a box, right? But hey, Baruch, check this out. This kid has four things over here or five things over here and six things on the drawing. Something's wrong. How can you not count? Baruch, does your student not know how to count? Baruch, does your student not know that you reserve coloring for grade one and or one-year-olds and stuff? So we were just eviscerating this kid, right? And then at the, at, at the end of the presentation, like this, now we, it's like, okay, it's halftime show. Like, Kids, take off your drawings. This kid has the gall to come up and he's like, you know, he's cheering up and stuff. And I was like, good, good. <laughs> you know? And I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like, and the thing was, he was getting reamed and I was like, no, no, you know what? It's break time, but I'm gonna keep on going till when I damn well feel it's right, right? And right when he's about to tear up, I'm like, and you got anything else to say for yourself? And then you can start seeing it's just starting to break. And I'm like, it didn't think so, let it go, right? And at that point, we're all like, okay, let's take off the drawings, right? And then he starts taking off and he comes to me, he's like, <laughs> and I don't think that was right. I was like, what? And he's like, you know, I, oh, sorry, I should mention also when he had his drawings up, um, because he didn't know how to count, um, I, I, I know this might've been extreme, but uh, I took a Sharpie out of my pocket and I marked up his drawing. Cause I was like, see, look, this big rectangle shouldn't be here. So I actually X'd out on his drawing um, the, the things that was wrong, right? So he's like, I don't think you should have the ability to, to draw on my drawing. And, and I was like, what? I was like, wait, 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 what's the problem, man? Like, you should be thanking me, right? And of course, I'm not going to be quiet. Like, I'm in the crit space. And like, this kid was clearly, he wanted to put up a fight. Fine. I'm going to keep on doing this, right? So, and you know that I can do the whole Samuel L. Jackson thing. So I'm raising my voice in the crit space. And pretty much that's a signal to all about the process. When, when Vince raises his voice, it's like, put down your pens. Let's watch this go down, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, so let's talk about this, man. Why can't I mark up your drawings? Because let me tell you something. Everyone else, like, this is how much I care. Because everyone else, I just told them how to fix their drawings. You, I actually put that extra love and care and drew and marked up where you could improve, right? No other kid got that. Right? So let me tell you this, like if you did a math test, you don't, you don't, don't get a math test and get it back and being told, oh, you had an 86. No, no, no. You like to be able to get that circle, that X where you made the mistake. Right? So mm -hmm. I was like, you're welcome. Right? And he's like, I just don't think you should ever, ever have a chance to, to mark up my drawings. And I was like, you know what? You keep that attitude up. I can guarantee you I'll never mark up your drawing because you're never going to be last and past first year. Wow. <laughs> Good. He told me um, I wouldn't be able to pass first year if I don't fix my line weight. And did you? Yeah, I did. There we go. See? And do, does that prof not believe in redemption? Yes. <laughs> and have you not gotten better? I got it so much better because of the honest reviews. Exactly. Because honesty will get you places, right? So anyhow, I just wanted to close off with that not so funny, but I think it's kind of funny story. Um, so the other underlying lesson from architecture school is don't be a jerk, right? Because um, yeah. if you are, you will be punished. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so in totality, guys, I want to say thank you for your perspectives on things. I think a lot of you guys um, might take it for granted that, you know, you've gone through this and can offer these bits of wisdom. But um, I hope that 
the listenership, they will pick up on this and say, yeah, I can relate to that. Or better yet, like, especially for our incoming students, though you guys might not be here physically, there's a lot of stuff that's gonna come down the pipe. You know, certainly what Faye had to offer for first year um, and certainly the other students, uh, it, it certainly will be very similar to the kind of experience you guys will be dealing with, even though it will be online, okay? Um, and for the upper year students, I'm glad to have Liza, Keanu, and Lena really chime in. And I don't think that uh, what they've said is out of line. And yes, we are gonna be online, but I suspect that a lot of the rigor, a lot of the coursework, a lot of the assignments they're still going to be the same. So uh, I want to say thanks again for taking the time out, but more importantly, thanks for sharing your perspectives on this. And certainly all the comments for the props, you know who you are, props, you are listening. And uh, if, if they aren't, um, I'll make sure I raise it at the next awkward faculty meeting. Okay, kids? <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Thank well, you. thank you very thank much. Thank you so kids, much, okay? Vince. Thanks, Vince. Thank you.